At the Witnesses Now for Jesus convention in Pennsylvania many years ago, I sat at breakfast with Joan Setnar, a farmer Jehovah's Witness. I heard her story of what happened when she and her husband left the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society. You see, they had come to know the true Christ of the Bible, the one who is true God and true man at the same time. They no longer wanted to be Jehovah's Witnesses. But when they left, they were disfellowshipped. The practice of disfellowshipping is our topic for today's program. What does it mean to be disfellowshipped from the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society? How does disfellowshipping divide families from one another? Join us today as I interview Joan Setnar. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries and your host for today's program. I want to welcome Joan, who's on the phone line with me. Thank you so much for being my guest today, Joan. Oh, it's my pleasure, uh, Kay. Uh, it's a long time since we've had a chance to talk with one it, another. It really is. You know, that story that I was sharing that I sat at the table with yeah. you, you may or may not remember me, but I, I still share it, and I always say, I just cried when I heard that story. I literally just cried. It is so sad. But before we go into that part of the story, tell our listeners a little bit about, I know your husband is now with the Lord, but tell yes. them a little bit about your background that you were raised as Jehovah's Witnesses and, and maybe, you know, transition quickly, because of course we don't have a lot of time, to why right. you and Bill decided to leave. Well, we met at the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society's headquarters, and he was raised a Jehovah's Witness um, from age two. I was a fourth generation Jehovah's Witness, so I was well, uh, well embraced in it. I bet. And um, when we were there and got started getting acquainted, the big thing that was on our mind at that time was their teaching on no blood transfusion, oh. because we could see people losing their lives, especially little children that didn't have any choice. And um, even though he was told not to tell anyone else what he thought, it eventually, after we left the headquarters to get married um, and we're uh, out, uh, away from from the headquarters, we were still Jehovah's Witnesses, but we were questioning. Oh. And when he was told, asked by someone that he had helped become a witness what he uh, would do if his child needed a blood transfusion, uh, and he told them, it just got back to headquarters very quickly. Mm. And that's he was then disfellowshipped oh, for not uh, agreeing with the Watchtower Society on that particular teaching. Yeah, that happens a lot, doesn't it? Just you can't question the no, Watchtower Bible fact, and Tract Society's teachings. thinking, they, right. they give made an article about that in the Watchtower magazine in 1983, and it was considered uh, a very bad thing to question the organization, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they're the only ones who have the truth, according to them, right. and the only ones who know the Bible. Right. And you just, you're not allowed to question that, and that was, that was our, what happened to us, mm. is we questioned what they taught about blood transfusion. And uh, when we were disfellowshipped, we didn't, it was very difficult for my parents, because they had uh, been uh, the ones who started the, the whole organization uh, here in, um, in this part of Pennsylvania. Uh -huh. 
And so uh, they really believed it. And for us to question that and then to be disfellowshipped, which meant that they were not now allowed to talk to us anymore. Right. It'd be a good thing to define what disfellowshipping in the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society means, because most of our listeners are going to say, what? Yeah. (laughs) So when you were disfellowshipped, your parents could no no longer talk to you. No. they uh, At that time, they were very strict about that. You were not allowed to have a person in your home who'd been disfellowshipped. You were not allowed to talk to them, and my husband was working for them. We were living in a home that they owned. And so uh, the question was put to us the next morning, what are you going to do? And when we told them that we were not coming back since they had asked us to leave uh, and put us out, we were not coming back. And then they said, well, if that's the case, then we want you out of this house Mm. and... um, and you no longer being, you can't work here anymore, and so, uh, you'll find have to find. Well, this was a daddy with three little children, oh <laughs> and he needed a job and sure. he needed a place to live, and so uh, uh, his brother, who was a witness, allowed us to come to California and, and gave a, gave him a job, and it was there that. Um, we began to do a lot of investigation about what the witnesses had taught before that we had no understanding of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And his brother did not go through along with the disfellowshipping teaching from them. Mm-hmm. He, he and his wife did talk to us, and they eventually left also. Oh, really? And that's the big reason why they do that. Well, sure. We, it's to keep you from sharing what you know with the witnesses that That's you love. Right. Yeah. But they don't, what it is, is it actually an expelling or a shunning? Shunning. Uh, yeah. They, in their definition, it's an de- expelling or a judicial excommunication of delinquents mm-hmm. from membership and association from the organization by shunning. And then they quote the Old and the New Testament, especially the New Testament. But their disfellowshipping is not the discipline of the church in the New Testament. No, not at all. It's without compassion, without grace, and without mercy. Mm-hmm. And um, even in, uh, in the 90s, they began uh, uh, changing it just a little bit uh, and allowing uh, the elders in the local congregation to talk to some people. Once a year, they were allowed to go and see who they could get to come back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you never talk to them, it's going to be hard to get them back. Uh, Interesting. So what you're saying, just to summarize a little bit, when you two together, and that's a blessing because many uh, Jehovah's Witnesses are divided. I, I know of many families, the husband decides to leave and the wife uh, turns him in over what he's looking into. But your uh, husband and you lost your home, and he lost his job That's because right. you were disfellowshipped over questioning the blood transfusion beliefs. Yeah, just questioning the organization. And um, we call it the second best day of our lives because... <laughs> Uh, because of that, we began to question a lot of other things that they taught and found out that their whole teaching of salvation was wrong. Right. 
and they didn't know who Jesus was. Right. That that was a wrong teaching, and those are so vital. Yes. And uh, for for over forty years now, it's been our ministry to try to help these people to see how uh, they have they been not been tell, told the truth. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, and so we're called apostates now. Apostates, because apostates. you were, because you were Jehovah's Witnesses, and now yes. have left. Yeah, and, and no, now we lo- no longer believe what they teach. Right. They also disfellowship for all kinds of immorality. Right. Right. And, Sin. Uh, yeah. But even those people, um, they're they're not uh, approached with love. Right. And and tried to help. That was the whole idea of of Christian um, uh, in the Christian Church of, uh, of trying to help a person to come back and and to uh, love them and show them what's wrong mm-hmm. with what they're doing. That is Not exactly right. Not just kick right. them out and mm-hmm. forget them. You're dead. Absolutely. In their eyes, you're dead. Yes. Yes. I've heard so many stories from Jehovah's Witnesses that are thinking of leaving and Jehovah's Witnesses that have left about this disfellowshipping. And it definitely divides families and friends. I mean, everybody you knew before was a Jehovah's Witness, right? You're not encouraged when you're a witness to have friends outside of the organization. That's right. So you are very blessed, first of all, that you and Bill left together because that doesn't always happen. And then that his brother, who was a Jehovah's Witness, was willing to allow you to come and stay with them. Now, uh, Joan, tell our listeners a little bit more. Um, You said you've been doing this ministry for 40 years, so obviously Mm -hmm. you've been out for a long time. And you also, let me just go back to you said that was the second best day of my life. Tell yes. us before I ask some more questions what the first best day of your life was. The day that we realized that we couldn't be good enough mm. to receive eternal life, that we needed to put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ who had shed his blood for our sins mm-hmm. and to accept him as our Savior and become a child of God. Isn't that awesome? That is is. a great day, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. I remember you telling that story. So um, I I knew that that was what you were going to share. And uh, for it's not just Jehovah's Witnesses that don't know Christ, but but many people in in our mission is to help people know Christ, K-N-O-W, and grow in his word. So they're not led astray into false teachings and dangerous beliefs. That's right. But Jehovah's Witnesses have such a, uh, it it sounds so good if you don't know any better. Right. And they usually don't know. And you you don't know the Lord. It it sounds good that you can work your way to uh, being accepted by God. Mm -hmm. And the Bible doesn't teach that. Not at all. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. All these Mm -hmm. people are deceived into thinking that they're going to receive eternal life on a paradise earth. Mm And that's not what God has planned for us. Not at all. Not at all. It and is total faith in Christ alone. That's right. And that's, that's right. what gains us heaven. Then afterwards, we can do works, but not to gain eternal life. That's Those works right. are right. works you of it, you love. You want to tell other people yes. what the good news is. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah, uh, so, that's but so yeah, true. But like you, I, I remember a man out in... Um, He was a Jehovah's Witness, and uh, he left the organization, was disfellowshipped, and 
became a Christian, and one day he came home from work, and his furniture was all gone, his children were gone, and his wife was gone. Mm -hmm. The local congregation had helped them to go somewhere. He had no idea where they were, and I don't know to this day if they have ever been Mm -hmm brought together again. I heard I hear that story that, so that many times. That is absolutely horrible. It's the Bible terrible. says not to do that. <laughs> absolutely not. Yes. And um and that and and let's talk just a little bit more about the disfellowshipping before we get into some of the stories of people we know. Talk right. a little bit more about the the reason I let me just refresh your memory then. Um when I said I listened to your story and cried, uh-huh. you were talking about the fact that on Saturdays, you were out in your yard, and your parents would drive by, and you would wave, but they would never wave back, and that they yeah. hadn't seen your children. Literally, you lived near your parents. I live only half a mile from where they lived. And all of those uh, years. And all of those years. And every so often, I would uh, see my mother or my sister in the um, uh, store, in the, in the supermarket, and uh, as soon as they would see me coming toward them, they would turn around and go the other direction, and oh, they wouldn't my. even look at me, um, mm. because to them that would be a violation of God's law. This is mm. what that organization claims to be, the only one speaking for God on the face of the earth. Mm. And when you've been deceived by that, it's, it controls your mind. Yeah. And, and how sad. Your mom and dad are now uh, gone. Is yeah, that they are. And Bill My, is they're too. Still living, but I I really don't even know her. After all of these years of not having any contact with her or all of my cousins and my aunts and uncles, I mean, I I had over thirty different people uh, that. Um, just refused Stopped from that point to on you. to have anything to do with us. And they still live near you? They still live close, and oh. I see them, and they have nothing to do with me. I went to my mother's funeral. or They don't call it a funeral. They call it a, a celebration, but not a celebration. But anyway, I went, Wow! and it was, oh, I didn't even exist. They did let you be there. They didn't walk they you out. They allowed me in the kingdom oh, hall and allowed me to sit down. But um, that no one spoke to no me. No one spoke to you. That's people, normal, people, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to be spoken to uh, even if you come to the Kingdom Hall. In fact, part of the disfellowshipping, uh, and when someone is disfellowshipped and they want to come back, uh, even if they would go to the committee that disfellowshipped them of elders in, the, in that particular congregation, um, they have to sit in the back of the Kingdom Hall mm-hmm. and not speak to anybody for a year before they will even, their repentance is even considered wow. to come and back into the organization. So they, they are treated so, uh, and badly. what's so unfortunate is some of these people then, uh, they think they've lo- lost their eternal life. Sure. They, for, for some people that didn't get to that best day of your life, Mm-hmm. You just think the the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society is the only way to get to God, and they have rejected you. Therefore, where are you going to go? Well, they Awful. they feel so badly that they feel as though they've disobeyed Jehovah mm-hmm. God, and therefore some of them uh, actually take their life oh, no. and commit suicide because they have no hope. 
We and just... nobody is there to encourage them to do what's right. If they've done something wrong, they need someone to encourage them to do what's right. That's biblical. Yes. And this is one of the reasons why I want to do these kind of programs, because the Jehovah's Witness that is disfellowshipped has no Christian friends. And we need, as Christians, to understand these issues. I've met a few ex-Jehovah's Witnesses that are not Christians and, you know, try to befriend Uh them, but it's not always easy. They are, they are leery of the Christian church because they've been told such negative things about the body of Christ. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I want to have, I want to make some announcements, Joan, and then we'll come back and continue talking. Each week, Family Shield offers a complimentary booklet or resource to our radio listeners. This week, we're offering a series of five tracks that will help you respond in love to Jehovah's Witnesses and help equip you to share your faith in Christ with them. The tracks are free and will be mailed to everyone who calls or emails and requests them. I'll also be giving away three of my books, Mission Field on Our Doorstep, Jehovah's Witnesses, to receive the tracks and put your name in the drawing for the three books, call the Family Shield Response Center, 1-877-317-4326, or email us at email at familyshieldministries.com. You can find that email on our website, familyshieldministries.com. You have to spell everything out. Uh, Make sure you mention the topic or program date when you call. Don't forget, you can listen to today's program anytime and anywhere at www.globalgospelbeacon.com. Family Shield is an independent and self-supporting Christian ministry. To continue to produce, air, and distribute the Family Shield radio program and reach out with the saving gospel message to an estimated 500,000 people every week, we request your prayers and financial support. Send a donation to Family Shield Ministry. P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. I also want to mention on our website, we have a link that is called Recommended Links. And in that, if you go to the website and go to the Recommended Links, you will find a list of apologetic organizations. All of them have wonderful resources. We don't put anybody up there unless we're recommending them. And a lot of those resources will help equip you to witness to Jehovah's Witnesses and others. Uh, Joan, you and your husband wrote a book, Questions for Jehovah's Witnesses. I know you you don't, you know, really work hard to to sell those books. I still have a, a couple of them myself. But tell our listeners what's in them, because I find it very important. I, I wore out my first book. I was telling you that my, <laughs> my youngest son, uh, who was... 32 when he passed away was only two at the time I started studying that book because his little scribbles are in there and I can tell it's a two-year-old scribbles then I had to buy another one Uh, I have them both still but tell our listeners why that book is so important what's in it well it's all of the things that we have found in our investigation of the Watchtower organization to help Jehovah's Witnesses see that the organization is not what it claims to be. It is not God's organization for, I, I think, for at least four reasons. The first being that it, they are false prophets. They've made over eight different prophecies uh, regarding the second coming of Christ. 
starting in, 19, in 1874 and up until the most recent big one was 1975. And so um, that, that would be number one. Uh, number two is they changed the Bible to agree with their doctrine. And you don't do that. Right. You don't add words and take words away uh, to make, uh, make it fit what you believe. And they did that in John 1, 1, which is a, a great scripture. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God. They put an A in there. Yeah. They said the Word was a God. And that's just one of many. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that they did um, is that they quote other people's material and take it out of context and make something. They lie. Mm-hmm. They deliberately lie. And certainly God's people are not supposed to lie. That's that's the other man. That's the Satan's people. Mm. <laughs> uh, and another thing is that... Um, uh, we discovered after we left the organization that they had quoted a, a man who did a translation just like theirs um, of John 1.1, and they quoted this man, and when we checked to see who he was, we found out he was a spirit medium, mm-hmm. he and his wife, mm-hmm. and that they got their translation right from the spirits, not the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Dangerous, and so you know, there's there's four reasons that are uh, uh, biblically mm-hmm. prove that they're not God's organization. So what we did is in this book is we ask questions relative to the organization and then quote their own material. We're not taking them out of context, but proving that um, this cannot be God's organization. Mm-hmm. And organization in the Bible is not the way to know God. No. It's coming through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He's the one that died for our sins. Yes. And our sins are what are keeping us from having a, a relationship with God. And they are not doing that. And they don't even know who the real Jesus is. No, they don't. They teach, what I always say is, they teach a false Christ... And the Bible is full of Bible verses about right. beware of false prophets and false Christ, false, Christ false gospels. And false teachers. Yeah, so they teach and they a false Christ and a false gospel. <laughs> yeah, all three of them. Yeah, we have but about. We loved, I love Jehovah's Witnesses. I do too. I, I know. I know you do too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they think we hate them, and we don't. We don't. No, we, not at all. We, we really have been there, and I know what they are expecting and what they're hoping for. And if they don't do it God's way, they're not going to receive that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and really, uh, we, have, we have about five minutes left, Joan. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the real crux of the matter is they're trusting in an organization. That's and right. we're trusting in Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, the one who came into this sin-torn world to suffer and die in your place and my place. That's and right. to understand who Jesus is, both true God and true man at the same time. And that's a process. You know, we don't have to understand every dot and dash. We just have to trust him and understand what God's word says. Eternal life is a free gift. That most wonderful day that you that's and Bill right. had. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Other, other thoughts that you have as we... Uh, uh, continue to well, wind down Jesus the program. Jesus said in John eight twenty four. This is Jesus speaking. Said, if you do not believe that I am, mm. you will die in your sins. Mm-hmm. 
And the I am is God. If we don't believe that, that's one of the things we've got to believe. Uh, the average Jehovah's Witness is not allowed to take the communion. Mm-hmm. That's right. And he said, if you do not eat of my body and drink of my blood. Now, that doesn't mean that that's what saves us. It's that we believe he is the bread of life mm-hmm. and he is the, he is the one who, who died for us. And, and not for just in Adam's place. That's what they're teaching, right. is that he died in Adam's place, and we have to work for our salvation. Yes. Now, and I, this is... Go ahead. That's why I love Jehovah's Witnesses. I, I, they have to know that. They do need to know that. We had, that the organization is lying to them. Right. We, I think we have some witnesses listening. We had some art. We, we did a Facebook campaign, and I was emailing several active witnesses, and I just said, this is a God thing. They are not supposed to like our That's Family right. Shield page and email me. Now, they were telling me what they believe, but I just thought that was a God thing because I knew they weren't supposed to be doing that. And, right. uh, uh, and I, you know, we always let people know about the radio topics, and certainly we, we put something up about this program. And, and so just a couple minutes left, Joan, if you could just say one thing to a witness that's listening, what would you share? That just, just what you just shared, uh, that salvation is by trusting in Jesus, not trusting in an organization and putting our faith in man, not in God. And I know they think that that, that organization is God's organization, but for those four reasons that I, I just showed, and we can prove that, we mm-hmm. can show them all that is true, uh, that you cannot put your faith in man and expect to receive God's blessings. Mm-hmm. We need to put our faith and trust in Him. Absolutely. And have a relationship with Him. With Jesus. And so, and another thing, I don't think Jehovah's Witnesses realize it until later on, but fear is the factor that's keeping them where they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there are witnesses who realize that there's a problem with the organization and they're afraid to leave. Because if they do, they'll lose their family through this disfellowshipping. Absolutely, absolutely. Our time is just about out. Just finish that thought real quickly. So uh, they they need to see that uh, trust trust the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one the Bible says is the one who saved us, not any man, not an organization. Absolutely. Thank you so much. My guest has been Joan Setnar. She's a farmer, Jehovah's Witness. And I can connect you to, uh, to find out to get her book, if any of you are interested, again, let us know. We're going to give away three of my books, Mission Field on Our Doorstep, Jehovah's Witnesses. This is Kay Meyer with Family Shield. Thank you for listening. Again, uh, Family Shield's website, www.familyshieldministries.com. We're giving away five of the tracks that will help you learn to witness to witnesses. Thanks for listening. We're so glad you're listening. Thanks for listening. This is Kay Meyer. You've been listening to Family Shield, a radio production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people to know Christ, grow in His Word, and strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com 
or write Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123, or call 1-877-317-4326. 